This is Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler, and happy Friday to you. This is the show where I read articles from some of the sharpest minds in real estate investing. If you want to hear interviews with some of the authors of these articles, check out the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Podcast, hosted by Brandon Turner and David Green. We know you've heard it before. Cash flow is getting very hard to find. There's always long distance investing, but you may be thinking, I don't have a team, enough experience, or the market knowledge to get in. That's where you're wrong. And it's also where Rent to Retirement comes in. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest out of state with confidence. They've got single family, multifamily, new build, and syndication opportunities across multiple markets. They even have bird deals with immediate equity. Rent to Retirement helps investors learn how to build a bulletproof business plan with the best investment and tax strategies around to help you reach financial freedom through real estate. There's no excuse not to get started in real estate investing when you have the right team and systems already in place. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Buying a home with existing Section 8 tenants. What Landlords Need to Know by G. Brian Davis. Real estate investors tend to either love or hate Section 8. Advocates like Dr. Joe Asamoa contend that it offers a way to earn reliable cash flow while offering quality housing to less fortunate renters. 
Detractors argue that Section 8's rigid bureaucracy makes it too expensive and dealing with tenants can be tricky. If you're open to the idea but haven't worked with Section 8 before, make sure you understand how the process works when buying a home with existing Section 8 tenants. Sales subject to existing leases Real estate sales take place subject to any existing lease contracts in place. That means that if you buy a property with a tenant who has 10 months remaining on their lease term, you are legally required to honor that lease, assuming, that is, they don't violate the lease in the meantime. This rule applies to both market tenants and Section 8 tenants. Note that you can non-renew tenants on a month-to-month lease. You must still give them proper written notice, usually with a minimum of 30 days' notice. Registering Change in Ownership The local housing authority, funded by the federal government, pays the majority of the rent for most Section 8 tenants. This means investors need to let not just the tenants know when they buy the property, but also the local housing authority. Otherwise, they'll just keep sending rent checks to the old owner. Before buying a property with existing Section 8 tenants, contact the public housing authority and ask about the process of changing ownership information. They'll provide you with a change of ownership packet to fill out and return, including documents proving the transfer. Expect the process to take 30 to 60 days. You're working with bureaucrats, after all. That delay means you must also come to an arrangement with the seller to ensure they pass along any rent received to you in the meantime. Make sure you negotiate the terms of this arrangement before settling. Consider asking the title company to hold money in escrow if you don't trust the seller to forward the payment. Inspections One of the greatest reasons to avoid Section 8 tenants is the annual inspection requirement. Every year, the local housing authority sends an inspector out to the property. In my personal experience as a Section 8 landlord, I had roughly half a dozen issues written up every year. When you buy a property with an existing Section 8 tenant, you can expect the annual inspections to continue like clockwork and you should budget money for them accordingly, regardless of your property's condition. Raising the rent. You can't raise the rent in the middle of a lease term as the lease agreement survives the sale. Landlords who want to raise the rent as the lease comes up for renewal must submit a request to the local housing authority. Again, contact them to ask for the proper forms and procedures. Be prepared to send along evidence and rent comps to back up your request. Do some simple market research using free tools like Rentometer, Zillow, and Craigslist. Don't be surprised if Section 8 turns you down. Their key consideration is affordability. Finally, watch out for local caps on rent hikes, particularly in tenant-friendly jurisdictions. For that matter, keep an eye out for rent control laws as well. Removing Section 8 tenants. Not every landlord likes what they see when they start working with Section 8. Again, You can't remove tenants mid-lease unless they violated the lease contract. Even then, expect to jump through more hoops than usual, submitting additional paperwork to the housing authority. When the lease comes up for renewal, landlords can typically non-renew it. They must give advance written notice, however, both to the tenant and to the local housing authority. Some cities and states make this process difficult, rebranding non-renewals as no-fault evictions. Should you buy a home with Section 8 tenants? Section 8 comes with its fair share of pros and cons. On the upside, you get guaranteed on-time rents each month, at least for the government portion. You also tend to see longer-term tenants, 
less likely to upset the apple cart by moving. That means fewer potential turnovers, and all experienced landlords know turnovers are what cause most expenses and hassles. These more stable, lower-rent tenancies also offer some protection against recessions. But the downsides include expensive annual punch-out repairs from the inspections, which can cost thousands of dollars every year. And the bureaucracy and red tape can mean rent-increase denials, protracted evictions, and other headaches for landlords who accept Section 8 renters. In tenant-friendly states like Oregon, landlords don't have a choice and must accept Section 8 vouchers. But investing in tenant-friendly states and cities is a choice in itself. Make your own decision about whether you believe the pros outweigh the cons. There you have it. Another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily in the books. Interested in taking your learning to the next level? Register for a free webinar. They're live, they're free, and we do them every week. Sign up at biggerpockets.com webinar. And I'll see you back here tomorrow.